people of Earth, we have come to upgrade your cosmic consciousness. DNA activation ready in three, two, one. Welcome to Q&A on Breakthrough Leadership. I'm Lou Quinto. And I'm Craig Anderson. Today what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the topic, what is collaboration? We hear that so frequently nowadays in businesses. We want more collaboration on our teams. We want a, a culture of collaboration. Uh, and so what we're going to do is we're going to explore a little bit about exactly what collaboration is. Three areas we want to talk about is one, communication and collaboration, uh, visualization as part of collaboration, and also an acknowledgement segment of that. Yeah, and where we're going to start is on communication. And I think a big challenge with collaboration is a leader may pull in a group of people and say, all right, let's talk about this, and then drive the discussion to where they wanted to be in the first place. Right. You know, to quote Inigo Montoya, collaboration, that word is not what you think it means, right? That's not collaboration. Collaboration is not standing up and driving the agenda to get the result you want. And then everyone can say, well, I had a chance, right? right? You know, I, I actually had an experience with this where I hired a new product person and they convinced me that they've got to get their product team in a room, lock them up, and then they'll pop out two months later and they'll have an idea. And I said, okay, go do that. And they collaborated a lot in that room, but then came out of that room, marketing, sales, operations are all looking at it going, I have no idea how we're supposed to do any of this. That I don't know that there's a market for it. How am I supposed to promote this? How am I supposed to deliver on this? Right. So it's created in a vacuum. And so that they thought they were communicating, but they weren't. Communication and collab. When you're talking about collaboration and communication, that's bringing everybody together right. and getting those points of view. The important part here is your mind. You may think, you know, as a group, as an individual group, or as an individual, you've thought it all through. But until you get input from one other person or ten other people. That's what collaboration is to try and get to a greater idea through the sum of parts. Yeah, and one of the I look at collaboration today as as almost back in the '90s, where uh, cross-functional teams was yeah. the the word of the day or the the you know the, yeah. the method that we're going to solve our problems. Uh, but with uh, collaboration, as you're right, to bringing people together, getting them to communicate. Um, and one of the things that I always tell people is, if you're going to collaborate, you need to make sure first of all you know what you're what you're going to do and then take a look at who's going to be affected by that and right. bring those people so that it prevents someone like you that says, you know, fine, go in a room, lock yourself, but you didn't realize that it's going to affect a whole bunch of different other areas. So right. in a way, you set that group up for failure because you let them go off on your own. Well, thanks for that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was it was a lesson in leadership yeah. when I did that, and I was a fairly new leader when I agreed to it. And it is a mistake. You really need... Collaboration is really about pulling together the best of the ideas to come to a greater whole. That's why we hire great people is we want all that input. So right. I think it's an important piece. Yeah, and the other thing too is when it comes to communication, people should not feel that their opinions aren't one. And right. so when a group of people are together, one of the things that definitely whoever's leading or facilitating that group is you, they can't be shut, shutting people down. Yeah. And it almost goes back to what you said, one person driving the entire conversation and only hearing what they believe right. to be true and moving forward on that. Yeah, but, telling someone that's a stupid idea does not drive collaboration. No, it does not. Okay. Uh, visualizing. Uh, one of the big things uh, in co with collaborative groups is uh, visualization. And when I talk about visualization, I'm talking about in the actual meeting itself. Right. Uh, most conference rooms today uh, in, in any business have a, have a whiteboard, uh, you know, flip chart or something like that. Uh, getting everything up 
in front of people. Right. Uh, we tend to be a visual society. I mean, we, there, there's that old 7%, uh, percent, 35%, uh, or 38%, 55% uh, of communication impact. 7% verbal, 38%, which is what we call vocal, how you say the yeah. words, and then 55% is visual. Uh, and if you look, 55% of all communication, no matter where you are in the world, no matter what uh, you know uh, language you speak, it's visualization. It's that body language. It's seeing right. it. And so we tend to be, you know, people, individuals who we like to see things. And so in that collaboration session, one of the things is to make sure that everything is visual. If you're mapping out processes, write the process up so that everybody understands what step one is, what step two is, what step three is. Because if you're just talking about the steps in people's minds, I'm not visualizing it. We're not on the same page. Yeah. We may have those steps you know, out of sync in our mind. And yeah. so part of collaboration is making sure that everything is visual. So writing things out, putting it up on the board, drawing pictures, whatever it needs to do, uh, that's what needs to happen. I don't know what you've... Well, I've done a a lot of different things. I've worked... And mind mapping works great as a group setting, if you're familiar with Which is a visualization. Which which allows for the verbal input. It allows for kind of even tactile because you're putting it up there. Mm -hmm. And then the visual of seeing where everything goes and pulling all those ideas together. Uh, I've done a lot of work with design thinking with the firm locally, and a lot of that is getting the ideas on on post-it notes and organizing those ideas into something more coherent. Yeah. But it's a great a name for affinity diagramming. Yes, sure. So, yeah, because we're just going to date the heck out of ourselves with '90s references today. Uh, but <laughs> yes, but I think it's all about getting those ideas out there right. and and helping people kind of visualize what it is we're trying to get to, yeah. and, and a way to see something something that's actually coming out of those ideas and that brainstorm. Okay. All right. And the last topic uh, is part of collaboration is acknowledgement. Uh, and acknowledgement is, is very simple. Uh, acknowledging people for the job that they did, uh, for the input that they provided, the research that they did to be able to help us get information that we need to solve a problem, make a decision, uh, for the acknowledgement of, hey, that was a great idea. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of times we don't spread that, that uh, um, deserving words, those deserving words around. Uh, but you know, let's face it. Even with a with a dog, if you are very you know very nice to the dog and you say good things to the dog, you are uh, you want positive behavior or positive reinforcement. You're going to say good things. We don't do that, or at least I don't find people do that enough in business. We compliment each other for the good things that they did. And if it is, sometimes it's almost a backhanded compliment, like, that was a great idea, didn't expect that out of you. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and I think a part of the acknowledgement is even starting sooner and and getting kind of the quieter voices in the room to pull out and then acknowledging those ideas, right? Um, It's even the thing that drives me crazy, you know, and instead of but, and I'm the worst person in the world for doing it. But it's it's it, it, there you yeah. go. I went. Yeah. And so it's trying to get pull everyone into the room because especially kind of your newer employees may have great ideas, but that's a pretty intimidating thing sitting in a group of ten people. So, you know, hey, you know, Jane, what do you think about this issue? Right. And acknowledging their participation and, mm-hmm. and the input that they have because it can springboard to other ideas. Sure. And the quickest way to shut things down is, you know, not it's just saying that's a bad idea or let's not yeah killer statements yeah Yeah, we're not going there today right you know um or let's take that offline yeah which is a huge pet peeve of mine uh but at any rate it's how do we get you know people to participate when they see acknowledgement they see positive coming out people are going to be more willing to weigh in as opposed to less willing. 
Yeah, and as I always tell people, is there, there's always someone that's going to be in the room, maybe one or two people, maybe more than that, uh, that they just, when they get into a social setting, they don't say anything. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when they're in our business meeting, we just think, well, that's that's the way Craig is. He, yeah. he, he He's always taking things in and he doesn't have a lot to say. Uh, but unfortunately, what I find sometimes is those are the people when the meeting's over, are doing the most talking about how right. messed up everything is that the group decided to do. Yeah. And so I always tell people whether you're the leader uh, or driving the meeting or whether you're just a passenger in the meeting, if there is that person that is in the meeting who is not saying anything and you know that they have an opinion or you suspect they have an opinion, yeah. it is just stop and say, hey, I've heard a lot of good things over the last 10 minutes. Uh, Craig, you yeah. know, I haven't heard from you. Tell yeah. me, what do you think? Because a lot of times, just by doing that, you're telling the person, I'm, I'm respecting what input you have. Uh, I'm giving you the opportunity now to speak your mind. But if the meeting just keeps running like a freight train, yeah. they, that acknowledgement isn't there. Absolutely. So, okay. So uh, today, key takeaways, uh, collaboration, the new buzzword, making sure you have good collaboration. That's one thing that I've taken away. You, you've mocked me because of my, you know, referencing 90s, uh, 1990s uh, type of uh, management terms. Uh, but collaboration is the, is, is the big buzzword. It's not that it hasn't been there. It's changed. It's more refined. It's more defined as far as what it is. Uh, and those companies that have better collaboration are seeing more productivity. Uh, and they're also seeing a, a culture shift uh, where people feel that they are actually part of the company as opposed to I'm just here, punch the clock, get my pay, do my work and go home. Absolutely. And I think, you know, my takeaway just to make you know amends for my nineties references, you know, I'll quote vanilla ice, stop, collaborate and listen. That's how you start moving these forward. You know, yeah. stop driving the car so fast, collaborate with the people around you. And part of that collaborating is listening to the other ideas and being open to those, acknowledging the, the ideas that are flowing out. Mm-hmm. So you actually get something better um, than bad nineties rap. So, that's, that's my takeaway for today, Lou. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on Q&I and Breakthrough Leadership. If you've uh, liked this video, go ahead and click the like button down at the bottom. Uh, go ahead and subscribe to our channel also so that you know when the next episode is coming across. Uh, have a great day. I'm Lou Quinto. I'm Craig Anderson.